This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, we made it to Oklahoma. I am Glenn the Geek in Norman, Oklahoma. And I'm across the table from him, and this is weird. I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for August 15th, episode 2998. Brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, horse people. Well, I'm not even going to play the opening bumper today because we need all the time we can get to talk today. It's the beginning (laughs) of Celebration Week, uh, and it starts today. We're everyone together. Jennifer's here. Chad's here, actually, and he's going to join us a little later for the post-show. We have Michelle Barr, one of our first listeners, is uh, going to be on the show today talking about the history of the Horse Radio Network and Horses in the Morning. Plus, we have a special guest. Christy Baxter's going to join us. She is from the World Equestrian Center, and she's going to talk about that expo we've been talking about oh, the last couple so of cool. weeks. You're coming out for that. You're going to record at our house for that. Uh, and uh, whatever else we get into, we have a lot to talk about. And, you know, it is the beginning of Celebration Week, so we, we have a lot to talk about the history of Horses in the Morning and this big, big occasion. But first, I wanted to mention that over in Denmark, they were having the U.S. Paradressage Championships for the Worlds, and we did pretty well. Well, the U.S. team got third, got bronze medal in it. So congratulations to the U.S. team. Well done. Kate Shoemaker also got, uh, she had her personal best score of 80.275 to secure the silver medal. So good for her and her class. She was a grade four. And Rebecca Hart from Wellington, who we've had on the show before, uh, she actually secured the first medal for the U.S. contingent, bringing home an individual bronze medal in her class. So congratulations to all of them. A good worlds for the para team. Well done. She, they did that in honor of Hope, who we lost a little while ago. So, so I'm sure Hope is smiling down right now on the entire team. Let's do some daily winnies and get into some talk about travels and things. Well, my daily winnie goes out to Michelle and Steve for allowing us to stay over. It was nice to meet uh, their families and to spend time with them at the farm. Jennifer's here, too. She's joining us the first half hour. My wife, of course, for those that don't know. Hello. So, Jennifer, we we had a good time with Michelle. It was was lovely. We haven't seen Michelle in probably 10 years. Yeah. Or thereabouts. Uh, so that was that was kind of fun, and we got to play on the farm all day and play with the ponies and feed lots and lots of carrots. It was a lovely afternoon. And then we went over to a local Mexican restaurant, and Steve was playing with his band there, and we got to go and watch that. That was a lot of fun. Her significant other was playing, and he yeah. can sing. He can play and yeah, sing. He's really good, actually. Yeah. And so, great food, of course, because Louisiana. Yes. I'm, I apologize in advance to states I have not yet visited, but Louisiana at this point is the best food state. Just saying. We had Jamie. We had some gumbo. That was the hottest gumbo, spiciest gumbo. I I've used ever to. Had. I used to have brown eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now they're red. I yeah. like spicy, but oof, that was spicy. It was significant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you to them. Also, we have some new auditors: Donna Laguerre, Jody. 
Hairs. Hairs and Charlotte Phillips. Uh, thank you all for becoming auditors. You know what? You have two days to become an auditor if you want to see the live video feed from our 3,000th episode on Wednesday morning. By the way, we did decide on time. It's 11 a.m. Eastern time is when we'll be broadcasting, and we'll broadcast the whole show to the auditor room uh, live, and you'll be able to comment and ask us questions and join us uh, right through the live video, and we'll also do the post-show live on Wednesday as well right from the dining room here at Flyover Farm. So go to horseradionetwork.com, click on the auditor banner, and for as little as $3 a month, you too can join us on Wednesday. Your turn. Well, I tricked him. I made dinner last night. I made this big, beautiful lasagna. Whose recipe is this? I'm like, that's my mom's recipe. I don't know. I just, she always made it like that. This is so good. The eight impossible meat lasagna. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. It was good too. It tastes lasagna. a lot like turkey burger. I love it. You're like, this is good. Wait, why are you eating it? Yeah, because well, I knew there was meat in it. <laughs> well, Chad came in. He was like, are you browning ground beef? And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, vegetarians, totally they try am. and trick us all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> it was good, though. Yeah. It was really good. I'm a good cook. It, it, you are a good cook. I'm impressed. I can make like four things really well. And I bust your chops all these years for, for not being a good cook. And here you are a good cook. I am. I you let just it, hide I let that talent. Yeah, you're hiding that talent. We very seldom get recipes from you. Well, I can do the lasagna one. That yeah, well, good. <laughs> well, that's it. We'll add that to the list. You're going to do the lasagna one. I did the gazpacho recipe. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you and did I've got one. that. And that's yeah. what I'm actually. And a lot of one. people made it too. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. So, thank you for dinner last night. Appreciate Absolutely. that. That was fun. And I hear we're gonna. We've been talking about this on the show for 12 years since we started this show, and that's that we both like to play blackjack, but we have never played blackjack together. So I hear a rumor. I'm not drunk in Vegas. <laughs> I hear a rumor that we might be doing that tonight. Well, you asked me to, what what we should do, and you are staying more than longer than most. So I'm having to really think about things. And you said you wanted to go to a casino and play blackjack. And there's a very smoky, terrible little casino close by. So <laughs> we will we'll go to that. So we'll shower after the casino. <laughs> Unfortunately, the track doesn't open until Friday. But I know uh. you and I've played the ponies. Yeah, we've been together for times. races. Yeah, but not blackjack. So today I thought what we would do is Jennifer and I already went for a ride and uh you'll You got to ride Duke. Of course. I I went the safe route. She said, "Well, you can either ride one of the green beans or you can ride Duke." I'm sorry. I listened to the show. I've heard about <laughs> your green beans. I'm like, "Babies or seniors?" She's yeah. like, "I'll, I'll take, take the, the senior." senior. <laughs> I'll take the senior. We went for a lovely hack around the woods. Yeah, we and did. Zeus came along. Yeah, it was nice. Everybody was very well behaved. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was great. So today I thought there's a cowboy a Hall of Fame cowboy museum that has a lot of Remington art and a lot That'd of cool stuff. So that's up there. We could do that. Um, and then tonight we have dinner with Patty Otto, our oh, auditor, that's who's down the street. Right. We're going to go to her house for dinner. She lives really far away. It's like it's like at least four and a half minutes. So. <laughs> Fatty, we're looking forward to seeing you tonight. I know it's gonna be fun. So we'll do we'll do we'll do casino one of these days. To, I think yeah. casino's tomorrow night. I have okay. no plans for tomorrow. Jennifer said she'll hang back. I'm and terrified. She doesn't really need to go I'm to terrified. the casino. No, I don't need to go to the. She's casino. taking all my credit card. She said. Gonna, <laughs> you get your driver's license and fifty dollars in ones. That's all you get. <laughs> so this is a special week for us because we're one of the very few podcasts in history to hit three thousand episodes. 
And uh, we've checked around, and it looks like we are the longest-running independent daily podcast in the world, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, so many podcasts I've listened to, there's eight episodes, and, and, and they finished a year ago. You know, so it is... I think it's just because we're too stubborn to quit. I think like, that's it. <laughs> that, and to be completely fair, this is therapy for me. So I was like sitting on a couch, but it's weird because you're we'll in front of me. We'll talk to Chad about that later in the show because he mentioned that to me last night about how this is therapy. for. He realizes that too, you know. I look at this, um, the show notes here, which is like an outline where we write things down that we want to talk about. And I'm a little nervous about the travel to Jamie's comments on Jamie's place. <laughs> what does so, that mean exactly? For, it, we have I've, comments about Well, first of place. all, I have lived through this entire process. You getting the farm, you building the place, you building every building on it, because we've lived through it with you on the mm-hmm. show. Me more so because a lot of this was talked about pre-show. Uh, and I, there's a couple comments. One, it's absolutely beautiful. Your house is amazing. I mean, this would step up from Arizona. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's a step up from anywhere I've ever lived. <laughs> ever. She has these beautiful, what have to be six, seven, eight foot windows on the back of the house that overlook your entire, the, all the fields and the pastures and the woods. And they're just beautiful. I mean, it is beautiful. It is neat. It worked out. Yeah. And the, and your balconies, it just is, is a beautiful place. And, but the one thing we didn't realize about this, we'd never been to Oklahoma before. I thought Oklahoma was absolutely flat with nothing. And you were kind of living a hilly part. Well, apparently, I-35 is a freeway that runs straight up the middle. And everything to the east of it is beautiful and hilly. And everything to the west looks like Amarillo. Like mm. just flat tech desert kind of thing. So apparently, we live right on the edge of awful. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also why the tornadoes come through here because it's like kind of in the center and it all scoops up together. I don't know. And everything swirls right up by 35, which is... We did notice that almost every house on the way up here had tornado shelters. You could see the little windmills on the top of the... If you don't, you're an idiot. Yeah. I mean, that's a, like, like you have to. That's what you do. So Jen said she would never get... I, I, the, the dumpster in the ground that's up <laughs> yeah. by where you guys are staying is it's awful. It's pretty clean except for the spiders. Yeah, lot, yeah. Huh? lots of spiders. <laughs> but then we had one built inside the house here, and it's the pantry is all concrete. It's not really a pantry. It's where all the booze is. <laughs> it's, it's the wine cellar. That makes sense, though. <laughs> it's a wine cellar. You have, right. you have the essentials to survive for three days, exactly, right? Exactly. Well, that's true, because if when your house is gone, you have the pantry. Well, what's amazing is this is terrifying to talk about, but you have to register your shelter so they can so find, they can find you. you. Come yeah. find you. Oh, my God. Really? Why did we move here? <laughs> Jesus. This place wow. is awful. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, that well, was fun. That's Family perishes an unregistered storm shelter. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Right. Okay. Right. All right, we let's move on. a very dark Woo! turn. Yeah, here. anyway, this is supposed to be a celebration. <laughs> Yay, we're in Oklahoma. <laughs> anyway, your farm is beautiful. It really is. Thank and you. And I feel like I knew it so well because you've talked about it so much. So, well, yeah. it's, it's home. Yeah. You know? It is. I mean, I don't have, like, some shrine to some goddess that you have in your backyard. <laughs> so we're working on that though. Yeah. I did I did see a Basset Hound statue. Yes, yes. we did. Th- that's oh, okay. Is. Now let's talk about the most important thing about oh this trip is meeting your puppy Basset Hound. Oh my god. That's Homer it. is the cutest little thing ever. I I've, I've been holding Homer nonstop. Yeah. 
He's awesome. <laughs> he's just a he's a lump too. He loves laying in your lap, he's so and he happy. just he lumps. He's the happiest because <laughs> normally, if you have a happy puppy, the happy puppy is chewing on your fingers and tearing things apart. It's that kind of happy. He has twenty minutes of that every day as hell. <laughs> he just but, he wags his little tiny tail and he just smiles at you. Oh yeah. my gosh, he's yeah. so stinking cute. And what I've been telling Glenn is there is one female litter mate still available. We can go pick it up. You guys are here right at the time. It's time for them to go. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be so cute? A horse radio network has sibling puppies. <laughs> oh my god. So only our- if we can hire a puppy sitter. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we're gonna we're gonna go. We asked our listeners to submit some voicemails uh, for what they thought about the show or how long they've listened, just comments on Horses in the Morning. And we got a lot of them. So we're going to play most of them on... We're going to play most of them on Wednesday show, but there were so many that I thought we would play at least one batch on today's show. This is Allie out here in Utah. Hi, Allie. I just wanted to say congrats on 3,000 episodes. And thank you for everything that you do for Horses in the Morning and Horse Radio Network. Um, After giving up the barn manager life, it's been kind of hard for me to feel connected to the the horse world now that it's not all I live and breathe. Uh, And Horses in the Morning and Horse Radio Network has definitely helped so much with that. Uh, just feeling connected with the auditors, with everyone else, all of the listeners, giving me so many learning opportunities, even work opportunities. Uh, so I just wanted to say thank you from all of us out here in the desert. <laughs> hey, Jamie. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Jen. This is Abby. I really enjoy the Horse Radio Network. I love how it covers all sorts of disciplines, all breeds. It really brings the horse world together, gets us out of our silos. Absolutely love listening to you guys while I'm out in the barn. So have a great day. Think, let's do another 3,000 episodes. Cheers. There are plenty of reasons to love Horse Radio Network. Glenn and Jamie, you are a fantastic, positive force in a world that is a bit scary and hard. So many choices, no matter if you are a back, backyard warrior or a fancy shower, no judgment is what means the most. Sense of humor means lots of laughter, instrumental in making my day complete. Politics have no place here, free from negativity, full of elbow room to be you. To top it off, you can gain lots of knowledge and take in all the trappings of a good horse keeping of good horse keeping. Thanks for being you. Congrats on three thousand episodes. Love ya, Becca. Hello, horses in the morning crew. This is Carrie Whaley from Scottsville, New York, and I have been listening since the talking equine. You guys are great, very enjoyable, very entertaining. But I have to agree with Chad. When I heard you were going to do a daily show about horses, I thought, oh, geez, what are they going to talk about? How could they possibly manage to do a daily show? Well, you guys do it, and you do it very well. Keep going. Another 3,000 episodes, and I'll be listening. Good morning from the hot, sticky garden state of New Jersey. Just got off a horse, have to ride early. Just wanted to say thank you guys for doing everything that you do been listening to you since I had an actual office job and it constantly reminded me of how much I'd rather be on a horse even on 
days like this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everybody. You know, it's funny she mentioned the politics thing, because we got so many emails during the last election that people loved listening to our show as an escape from politics. Uh, And to be honest, to this day... You and I have never talked about politics. I'm pretty sure we wouldn't agree on anything, so we just leave it out. <laughs> well, I don't even know what you're registered. I don't think you know. I don't think either one of us do. So it's, and that's been intentional. We said matter. at the beginning, it doesn't matter. Right. We said at the beginning. And the other thing, the other comment in there about the silos, about overcoming the silos in the horse world. Well, you know, that was the, that was the intent of Horse Radio that was your Network. Mission the mission statement is uniting the horse world one show at a time. And I kind of think this show has done that better than all the other shows, actually, because we do cover a little bit of everything. Well, say there's a dressage yard and a jumping yard. Each one of those would listen to their own, but everybody can listen to this one and find it. I don't know. Whatever, whatever you We hope entertaining somewhat. <laughs> I don't know why you listen, but thank you very much. We hope we're entertaining a little bit. Yeah, we just kind of cover a little bit of everything. And that was Glenn's idea and mission statement for the whole thing was I want to bring, I want to do a show that's not specific about anything. And we highlight everything. I remember you saying, I want to do like breeds nobody's heard of. And so we do the breed highlight section and now the history section. It's kind of just an umbrella. Horse chat, you know, so that any horse person would understand, yeah. and even non-horse people. We have a lot of non-horse people that have written and said they listen to the show. My so. husband hears half of every show every day. <laughs> <laughs> My half. <laughs> now he's hearing the whole thing. It must be weird. Yeah, that's right. He's here. We're, he's going to join us a little bit later. Yeah, he's super thrilled. I'm not having him out play golf. Oh, I super bet. I bet. Oh, good. So he's going to be in a mood when we get. <laughs> comes on later so jennifer do you miss doing the show with us you miss it do i miss doing the show in a way yes because it's fun and interesting conversations you meet all sorts of interesting people and learn about interesting topics but the biggest reason i don't do the show with you guys anymore is because i'm doing other shows yeah, yeah. so i still get that i just don't get the jamie and she Glenn produces a lot of our other shows too. it was cool i was talking jen and i went riding today and i was telling her things that she's never heard that we've no, all heard. That you've heard. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, finally, somebody was just like, lay it out. Because like, I always go, stop me if you've heard this. Like, but, and then I go to, but you. No, I was like, no, I haven't heard that. No, because I hear the other half of the show. Yeah. yeah. I hear the half that right. Chad doesn't hear. Yeah. 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 She hears me laughing the and two of making you, fun of you. Yeah. So that's, what, that's the part she hears. The two of you make a, a, a complete human. Yes. As far as a <laughs> it's been that way for a long time, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, first up today, we have Christy Baxter, who's with the World Equestrian Center, one of our terrific sponsors. And as you know, over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about the fact that we learned there was going to be an expo on October 7th through the 9th at the World Equestrian Center. And the fact that we live about six miles away made us very excited and happy. And Jamie, you're going to have to come out for that. You've got to come out for that. I'm to go that. to the World Equestrian Center. This sounds like a good excuse. Yep, a good excuse. <laughs> so is this a shopping palooza? What's happening? So it's um, a little bit of everything. We're, it's an all equine, all industry, all discipline expo. So we have a wide range of uh, vendors that have signed up so far. Um, and obviously, it's our first expo that we're holding. So it's, a, it's moving parts, but we're very excited to be holding it. What kind of activities and things to do? Right now, um, there will be some entertainment during the afternoon, um, probably between 12 and 4 o'clock. 
um, as well as kids' activities. We will have some local uh, foundations coming in, like the Peep Peeps Foundation is coming in with their little mini horses that they rescue. Um, so we'll have a little bit of everything going on, and we're still kind of sorting out some of that logistics, but we'll we'll be posting that on the website soon. So when you say entertainment, are you talking about like rock bands or clinicians or what? Yeah, uh, just like local um, local bands, like concert, like music awesome. type stuff. Concert, cool. Yes. Are you yeah, so we have a bluegrass band lined up and a country western band the next day. So a little bit of um, some music to help everyone shopping. I don't know where you're going to do that. You don't have any stadiums, so I don't know how you're going to fit them. <laughs> Garth Brooks, take a stadium from the world of Western. I mean, I would love to have that, but not yet. <laughs> you could fit Garth in there in the eight thousand seat stadium. That'd be fine. You could do that. Exactly. <laughs> now, this is also happening during a Western show, right? A big Western show. Yes, correct. It's uh, being held with our it's the World World Equestrian Center's Championship Show, which is a quarter horse show. Uh, so there'll be Western Pleasure, Hunter, Raining, Ranch Work, Youth Classes. So it's um, a fairly large quarter horse show. We usually have around between 15 and 2,000 horses. And I, I assume you're expecting lots of vendors with all different kinds of shopping. Yes. And that, yeah, there'll also be uh, our normal kind of um, quarter horse vendors set up as well. They won't be in the same area as our expo, but they'll be just a short distance away. Gotcha. Well, I think this is very exciting. I knew you guys were going to start doing stuff like this, and obviously you have the perfect venue for it. Will there be a cost to it? or No, visitors? no cost. Uh, it's, it's open. It's free for everyone to come in. Uh, concession stands will be open. Uh, parking, um, parking is free, so we just want everyone to come out and have a good time and support some of our local vendors in the area. Um, and and have a good time. Well, I will say that that's a perfect time of year to come to October. The heat has started to let up a bit. <laughs> it's not yes, quite as humid yes. as it is the rest of the year. And <laughs> so if you're coming out to, for the first time to the World Equestrian Center, what a good opportunity to do that. You can get an early start in Christmas shopping, too. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, with yeah. all your lo- normal vendors, you can do that. And and I will say that the food is excellent. You're all used to going to horse shows that don't have good food. Well, you don't have to worry about that here. <laughs> you say early right. Christmas yeah, shopping. So have a- I, I think of when I go Christmas shopping at horse places, I buy all the things for me. <laughs> what are you talking about? supposed to buy horse stuff for other people? No, that's not a thing. No, I'm with you, Jamie. I do the same thing. <laughs> Okay, horse husbands, if you drag them along, they can yeah. buy you stuff uh, early. I'm going to hand you this, and you're going to buy it. <laughs> well, keep us informed as you go along adding entertainments and things, and we will uh, definitely announce it here on the show. Uh, we're excited Perfect. to go. Uh, you know, Jennifer and I live not too far from there, so we'll be over for sure. Uh, it's, okay, great. It's com. You can find all the information, and of course, you can find the regular schedule on there because there's stuff happening all the time, whether it's dog i saw you had a doberman pincer show yes that's coming up um how, how many and, and actually i can't imagine that many doberman pincers in one place i just that's a lot of doberman pincers <laughs> it is actually it's a it's a scent work trial as well so they they um yeah it, they've done a, a whole array of dog working 
um, shows at, at the facility. And actually, during the expo, we have the German Shepherd Club of America will also be having their dog show during the same time as the expo and the championship show. So there will be so much going on. That sounds like very intense type dogs to have showing. I just got a Basset Hound puppy, and I would prefer you have a Basset Hound show. We can all relax. <laughs> you got Dobermans and her puppy will shepherds win. running around everywhere. That's high intensity. I need a Basset Hound, some sort of Basset Hound expo demo thing. We went <laughs> oh to my the, gosh, that would be awesome. We went to the Golden Retriever show at WEC, and... Uh, let me tell you, they all kind of look alike. And I know Gordon Retriever people now are mad at me, but uh, they all kind of look alike. Golden <laughs> they do. There were very about a thousand similar. Golden Retrievers. And, and that was very quiet, too, because they don't bark much. They start to look around. No. They start yeah. to look alike. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of, lot of hair to clean up afterwards. I great. bet. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. <laughs> well, Christy, you've been a delight. Thank you so much for joining us at WorldEquestrianCenter.com. And we'll, I'm sure we'll have you on again before, before the expo. Okay, that sounds great. Thank and you we, guys for the time and the support. We now know that the vendor liaison also vacuums. So <laughs> we've learned a lot today. They're multi-purpose over there. <laughs> exactly. Multitask. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. Appreciate it. All right, you guys take care. Right, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. The PhD equine nutritionists at Purina Animal Nutrition tackle problems using science. Their love of horses keeps them at it until they get it right. Even with the most established feeds, they keep innovating them. Even when it takes years of research, they don't stop until it's right, and they're dedicated to the scientific method, but it can't capture the feeling of seeing a horse reach their full potential. It takes science and love to help your horses live their best life. Put their research to the test at horseinnovation.com. So we get asked all the time uh, when we do interviews, we just did one with Dave Jackson not long ago, and we get asked all the time, how how did you get to 3,000 episodes? How did you do that? And our answer always is one show at a time. It's just one show at a time. You don't look at the big picture when you're doing daily shows. Sometimes if I always I like to think if you set a goal, you might limit yourself. And no way would we have set no. a goal <laughs> to do this. If we I, made I mean, it a year, we were going to be happy. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea what this would entail when you hired me to do this crazy thing a uh, horse podcast nobody uh, knew what did you know were. what a podcast did you know what a podcast was when no, you started no i mean i i yeah kind of because there was the eventing radio show but it was still radio show in the title so people would always do you know why we did that why because nobody knew what a podcast was <laughs> if we said online radio they kind of got it yeah 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 that's I why mean, it's horse radio network and not horse podcast we do do own horse podcast network matter of fact put in horsepodcastnetwork.com you'll go to horse radio network oh, really? but that's why we did radio because nobody knew yeah we need it to was get, hard enough to educate yeah. them <laughs> we need to get to get the point across of it being an audio program yeah because yeah. yeah. when you say podcast even now people because there are audio podcasts and video podcasts yeah yeah big brain I'm glad you were there to. <laughs> well, I, you know, now it's a negative. Now we probably should transition to Horse Podcast Network, and it would make more sense to people than Horse Radio Network. So now it's now it's switched. You've branded and screwed it I, up. <laughs> it has switched. But horses in the morning. I'm trying to think. Did you come up with that title, or did we come up? No, with No, you presented it to me. You were like, "This is what we're gonna do." 
We can. Did get I have into, the title? Yeah. yeah, we'll get into that on Wednesday. But you I, I didn't remember that. And the logo and everything already done. I did. We'll talk about that on Wednesday because mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of that. Let's go to Michelle Barr, who is one of our longest listeners, and we were at her house, so I got a chance mm-hmm. to sit on her couch and talk to her a little bit about the history of the Horse Radio Network because she lived through it all. Well, I am sitting here with Michelle in her lovely living room, and uh, we are in what part of Louisiana? We're in north-central Louisiana right here. little town called? Minden. Minden, Louisiana. And it's a little town. It's little. It's a little town. We went out to lunch today. We got to see downtown Minden. And I will say it looks like a lot of other downtowns in the world. We've been through a lot of them. (laughs) Antique shops, coffee shops, and little tiny restaurants. All downtown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We... I love the fact that we're here right now at the beginning of our celebration week for 3,000 episodes because you started listening long before anybody else did. You mm-hmm. started listening at our first show, which a lot of people may not know about. What was it called? It's called Talking Equine, You and Helena. That's right. It was Helena and I started mm-hmm. that show when, we bo- it was when I was working with Bitter Brit. Yes. Yes. The show was basically a bit of Britain show. Yes. Um, and it was the first foray into podcasting. <laughs> and it was, I'll tell you what happened on episode one. There was no real recording equipment like there is now. There was I'm nothing sure. for podcasters. It was a mess. So we were just guessing how we did all this and trying to hook it up. And of course, I said, let's have the biggest guest on first. Let's have David O'Connor on. Um, and we did, we, we did an hour long interview with him and then the file didn't save with the (gasps) recording equipment. I completely lost the whole thing. So we had to call him back and say, would you mind doing it again? Oh, wow. Because he's not not busy or anything. No, he was not happy either. Oh, my God. Uh, The only reason he did it, I think, was because of John Nunn of Bitter Britain. Because he knew John real well. It's the only reason he did it. So, yeah, that was my first attempt at podcasting was losing his interview. Go big. How did you find us? Because nobody could find us back then, other than we were advertising it through Bitter Britain's email. That must be, I was sitting here trying to remember while we were talking, how on earth did I find that? Uh I think I had been given an iPod uh, for a present for for the youngsters out there. Something. iPods are what we had before uh, iPhones. <laughs> yeah, I guess we need you to say that. You couldn't make calls on them. It yeah, was just for music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was looking for horse things, and I found that. And so I listened to that back and forth on the way to the barn. And do you remember how you had to download it back then? We had to go through iTunes. And you had to plug the iPod into the computer. And you had to download you had to it to your anymore? computer and then download it from <laughs> yeah, your yeah. computer to your iPod. Yeah. You yeah. really had to want to listen. <laughs> yeah. You really did. Well, there weren't a lot of horse things. Right. I mean, that was like the only horse thing. So when a new one came out, we had to listen. So we did that for, I don't know, about a year maybe. And then mm-hmm. uh, I left Bit of Britain. So that stopped. And then it wasn't until 2008, there was a year gap. Uh, then in 2008, my brother David, who I was working for at the time to help sell his business, and then we did sell his business, but I was working for him, and he said to me, why don't you do this podcasting thing again? And I was like, well, what, what am I going to talk about? I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. And he said, you know, we talked about it, and he said, well, you know, you're married into the horse thing, and that's what you do mostly. I, I worked in the horse world, so why don't you talk about horses? And it was like, okay, and I called Helena back up, and we started Stable Scoop, and you were one of our mm-hmm. first listeners on Stable Scoop, yeah. too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I was thrilled when there was more horse stuff to listen to. It was yeah. 2008, by the way, everybody, for that. It was June or August of 2008. We just passed our anniversary. So, and then you were one of the first yeah. listeners for that. And then we started the 2010 radio show, which was about the wagon 2010 in Kentucky. And you won something. He did. I won a saddle pad, and I don't even remember the circumstances. Like, what did you have to do to win the either. saddle pad? <laughs> it was like in 2009. I, I had yeah. to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because. It was the first time outside of Europe, and everybody was insanely excited. And, yeah, so I I did whatever it was I was supposed to do, and you emailed me back and said, hey, you won the saddle pad. All right. I think you were probably our only listener, maybe. that was No, <laughs> I doubt that. No, there no, weren't a no, lot of, no. You know, back then, it was maybe 500, you know, when uh, we first started. That was when we first started. It was still hard to listen even back then. iPhones had just yeah, come in. That's true. Um, it was not easy. And then iPhones, if you remember, I didn't have a lot of room for storage in nope. them. So you had to delete everything out as you got yep. it. It was a whole different world. Yeah. You couldn't keep pictures <laughs> no. or sound files were huge and you'd run out of memory real fast. So you'd have to go in and delete and delete. And then... So today, podcasts are all about sound quality, which means very big files, actually, because the sure. better the quality, the bigger the file. Right. Back then, then we were we made the quality so low to bring the file size down because it was more about downloading the file on your dial up. Right. You know, it was right. It was that's. Do those talking equine shows or do they exist somewhere? I, I looked the other day for them and I cannot find them. Oh, I that's think too they bad. were. I They're think good information. I don't know where we. I don't know how we put them up. Uh, you know, back then things were much different than the way we do right. it now. So I don't know where they are. I don't. Oh, so Helena, I'm sorry, I don't know where you, where the original files of us <laughs> together are. So then I discovered today, looking at it, it's ironic that I was sitting in your living room right now on the way to Jamie's to do three thousand yeah. episode. You were on episode two of Horses yeah. in the Morning. Yeah, yeah, in my tack room, I remember. And what what did we talk about? Oh gosh, we talked about everything, but. I think I did the movie review. I wanted to do car reviews. I wanted to go drive expensive cars. You remember that? Yes. And you said, no, no, you want to drive the expensive (laughs) cars. Yeah. (laughs) While we were brainstorming on what to do. No, I did. um, I think it was Secretariat. We, my whole barn, we all got together and went to go see it. And we had the director or something on. And we had the director on that episode and then you did the review. Did you like it? I don't remember. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. We did. Now, and the whole row of horse girls sitting there, and the, I remember vividly they they lit a lighter or they struck a match or something in the barn, and we all went, oh, no, no. Ah. And everybody turned around and looked at us like, sorry, you wouldn't do that. In <laughs> real life. You can go back to watching the movie now. <laughs> That's funny. So so we go back a long way. A long way. And then we met you for the first time at a Briar Fest. Mm-hmm. I used to take uh, my Cleveland Bay, take Emma every summer religiously, the Cleveland Bay Horse Society of North America. We'd have a group that would go, and I'd drive 15 hours and go stay in Kentucky and, and do side saddle and Cleveland Bay demos. And you and Jen came out and found me at the, Cleveland Bay stalls, and we went to the pub, and there, there we were. There we were, been friends ever since. Yeah. So, what's the appeal of podcasts for you? So easy. You can clean a stall, you can drive, you can walk up to the barn, you can ride, and you can listen. You don't have to sit down. Like if you want to watch a movie, you just make a plan. You just sit down. I could have everything done. 
and then sit there and watch it. You just sort of on the go. And that's usually in the car, in the truck, is the best way to, for me. Well, I got to meet your dad and mom today. Uh-oh. And I got to ride with them in their, <laughs> oh, no. in their very nice car. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got talking and they were like, we think we, we feel like we know you because Michelle's been talking about you for a dozen years. And it's mm-hmm. so funny because we know that listeners, <clears throat> excuse me, talk about us like we're their best friends. Mm-hmm. And we've never met them. Mm-hmm. But their friends must get really tired of hearing about <laughs> <laughs> Who don't know who we are? No, surely not. Surely <laughs> well, no, not. Your, your parents probably indicated that a little bit. Oh, God. <laughs> but it happens, and it would just brought back it, that brought it to mind today when mm-hmm. your parents said, "Oh, she's to talk about you guys all the time." Mm-hmm. It's like she knew you. Mm-hmm. But that's true of your mm-hmm. uh, podcasts I listen to. I feel mm-hmm. like they're my best friends, and I've never met them. Well, different than a book or reading an article. Like if you have a favorite author. And you and I growing up, we didn't have any of this audio file stuff. And so you imagined what they sounded like in your head or their mannerisms or whatever. Well, now we know. We know what you sound like. And I think that brings a whole new personal level to it. Because you do feel like you know someone when when you can hear. And and now see, because some of your stuff is video. Yeah, and it's, you know, I agree, and I feel that way about the podcasts I listen to, yeah. too, you know, and I make it a point to write to the host of the podcast I listen to, because I know how, how we like getting those emails, too, and people don't think about doing that, um, but so I do it, too, to the ones yeah. I listen to, Yeah, and we got one the other day, I haven't talked about it yet, but we got one the other day where the person had lost uh, a child, I think, mm. yes, it was a child, I don't know how old. Uh, but they basically said, "You're the you and Jamie. You've got me through this time." Oh my gosh! So wow. And I look at my podcast that I listen to the same way. They're kind of a way to escape what you're dealing with, whatever it is, because we're all dealing with crap, right? Yeah, I mean, and and we all need that little bit of escape, and we find those friends, on, yeah, on podcasts to escape with. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. And in Jamie's case, it's 12 years. <laughs> so. I remember when you hired her. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and yes, you were you sitting were in my of- living room and you said, gosh, I hope this girl is good and I hope she doesn't run off and get pregnant and leave right away. <laughs> <laughs> she did get pregnant, but she, she did, didn't leave. <laughs> but she didn't leave. I remember that. I remember when she got pregnant. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because she had actually, I think, talked about it with me, you know, that that mm-hmm. was in the cards mm-hmm. at that point. But mm-hmm. yeah, you did an episode with us that never aired. You did a test run, I think, with yeah, us. we did. Yeah. Yeah, right after Wagon, Kentucky. Well, that's right, home. because that's when yeah. we hired Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. It was, we, WEG was in the summer of, two th- or fall of 2010, Ten, and right. then we did our first episode November 1st of 2010. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah, it was gearing up when we were there. We've had you on a number of times to talk about Cleveland Bays, because yep. they're such a rare breed in the Absolutely. world. Um, and how are the Cleveland Bays? They're good. Yeah? They're good. Yeah, we still need more, more hooves on the ground, and people interested in showing, and... You have one that's 30. I have one that's 30. (laughs) It's a mare, right? It's a mare. She's the best. And I have her last baby, who's a stallion. And, uh, yeah. The stallion's actually living right beside us. Yeah, he's y'all's roommate. He's our roommate down here. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty pretty easy going. Yeah, he's pretty mellow. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think he'll wake you up. So what, what is it about Cleveland Bays? You know, when I first bought Emma, 
and I've been riding thoroughbreds, horses off the track, and and uh, you know what you do, especially when you have a racetrack in your backyard, like we do here. And uh, I remember riding her around. And I'm thinking, geez, man, this horse is smart, and she's not nuts. She thinks on her feet, and I really like this. <laughs> <laughs> she's not going to jump out of her skin. And I called the girl I was taking lessons with, and I said, where have these horses been my whole life? This is a whole different ride. You can get a lot out of them, but you can bring them right back down. So I just, they just appealed to me. I thought at first when uh, my agent said, let's go look at a Cleveland Bay. I said, oh my God, why would I want to go? Why would I want a driving horse? And there was an Irish horse there I looked at. And um, I was just positive I was going to come home with that Irish horse. Hair and gum, didn't get along. We drove nine hours. You might as well get on this other one. I'm like, ah. Yeah, did you see her ears? I mean, jeez, man. And I got on, and I I knew. I mean, in in two minutes, I knew. So you said there's only about 500 in the world. Yeah, it's a very rare breed. Uh, they're from Yorkshire, England. Um, the people that are out flying the flag, as they say, are doing a good job. They're super versatile uh emma's done everything she's fox hunted she's show jumped she's done hunters she's evented quite a bit um i do uh, she's retired now done a lot of side saddle with her um she doesn't drive but she sure could we did extreme cowboy race i mean whatever looked good let's do it and those horses are rare they can do everything oh i'm telling you it's and it's not just her that's just part of the breed and the more you do the better the happier they are hmm. well i feel like you've been part of horse radio network history you really oh, have you've been on the you. show two dozen times we just looked <laughs> we did a bunch of tips with jennifer yeah uh but yeah i just feel like you've been part of our family Aww. since day one actually thank so thank you for that thank and you. uh i'm so glad we got to see you again on this I trip it was perfect it was just a perfect stop on the way to jamie's and it worked out well well y'all are welcome here anytime and i hope that we are sitting here when we have another three thousand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Michelle. What's the Absolutely. website? I know you have one. Yeah, I do. It's uh, com, and we're on Facebook, and that's probably the extent of my technological... <laughs> <laughs> right Lead to Question Center. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks, Michelle. We appreciate you sharing thanks, your memories uh, for the last 16 years since we had Talking Equine. So... That's the longest job I've ever had. You're a lot more gray. I am. <laughs> a lot older. So, Jennifer, you had some questions about the farm. Yeah, well, Jamie and I got to go out for a hack this morning, which was lovely. Thank you for letting me ride the awesome Duke. And this is the first time I've seen the farm in person. I've heard about it a lot. But you know how that is. When you hear about something and then you see it in person, what you saw in your head and what you see in person are different. First of all, let me say that your beautiful little barn, how many stalls are in your barn? Um, there's seven, one is a folding stall. So you have seven stalls and the tack room. Yes. So it, it's eight stall configuration. I guess you could call that. Correct. Yeah. Um, it looks ginormous in the pictures because you're all the time posting pictures of what's going on at the barn. And then when you walk into it, you go, oh, isn't this a cute little barn? 
It, I'm sorry. Are you barn shaming me? Yeah, right that's now? it. Yeah. Like, it does look bigger in the picture. It does. It looks gi- you look at it in the barn and go, how does one person take care of that ginormous barn? It goes on forever. No. And then when you get in it, it's really rather compact. If you and go efficient. back and look at your pictures, you'll see that too. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it feels very efficient. I can get everything done in this small space. That is my favorite word, efficient. That is the exact reason. I mean, I, when you sit down with Morton Barnes, they go, what do you want? Because they can do whatever it is. And so it was like a big like process of trying to figure out what I did want. It's like, okay, what do you want? Go. You're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> pressure, pressure. Well, so, how much is it? <laughs> how much is it? Yeah, that, there's that. One of the things that you mentioned when we were out getting ready to ride is the placement of the wash rack. The wash rack is on the cross ties or the wash rack there's two. Oh, oh this would be the cross ties then because this okay. is the part attached to the barn because that's a little bit different the f- front of your barn it's a t- it's a classic center aisle barn mm-hmm. and on one end it has what i would call a porch area it the has roof a porch on both ends it has a porch on both yeah, ends yeah you didn't get the far side that you walk out and it's still covered but it's not part of the barn cuz so there's no exterior walls and that's where your cross ties are and you mentioned why the cross ties are where they are, which it never occurred to me, but it makes so much sense. Yeah, they're with, they're right across from. Okay, the reason we did the porches and the cross ties on the outside. Why didn't you do a wash stall in the barn? Right. Do you know how much it cost to get interior space inside a barn? It was basically like twelve grand for a twelve by twelve area. That's what they, they basically they, charge you by the square they foot, you right? By the square foot. Yeah. So we added we were able to add the porch on which is a 12, 12 16, 24 feet long by twelve feet wide. So it's twelve by twenty four and it costs three grand. As opposed to having it inside. So we put porches on the outside of both and it's a weird it looks weird. No, it looks cool. Um but I think the, it looks cool. The the round pin is on the backside, so I wanted people to be able to sit in the shade under the porch and and watch the round pin. And then the front, I was like, what happens if it rains and all that? And you walk directly into your barn, it's going to be wet in there. So we added the porch, and then I was like, we'll put cross ties out there instead of in the barn, because that's more cost efficient. When you sit down, you you start going, okay, how much money do I have? And how what can I purpose everything for? So then the where we wash the horses is totally different, because I wasn't going to put a drain inside my barn, which is what you have to clean out every single yeah, day. When you get gross. So I yeah. put that on this. And I remember the mansplaining that happens when you build a barn. <laughs> oh, dear God. I don't know. Well, Missy, you seem like the type of girl that wants to keep her barn clean. I don't know why you won't put a drain in the middle. And I'm like, clearly you've never worked in a barn and had to snake out drains. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, Especially like, in the winter. Why yeah. wouldn't you put a door in there? You going to close up the whole barn? You going to want a door and man door come in? And I was like, no, because my barn's not going to be closed. Because... I actually believe in ventilation. Like you know, so there's Dutch doors, there's air flowing every direction, and that's one thing. It was 102 yesterday, and in the barn, it didn't seem that because there was air flowing through. It's nice. The only problem is the (laughs) we get crazy wind here, and with Dutch doors, the wind comes straight through the barn and it blows all the bedding. 
out. Uh, so you notice I don't have It also cleans like, your eye away. I don't have like super fresh piles of shavings in there because it just blows right out. No, it doesn't clean the aisle. It piles it up in the uh, aisle. And you know where else all that blows? Right into the Nelson Waterers, which by uh, the way was also psychotically expensive and over budget. <laughs> and it's the greatest thing I ever did. <laughs> I like how it's laid out that everything is close. Yeah. So your round pen is right there. Your arena's right there. Everything's really close. And you could, you had enough land to spread it all out. My father-in-law was like, I don't understand why you're putting everything right together. And I'm like, so I don't have to walk four hours every single day and go in between. Oh, it's right there. Efficiency yeah. was the whole thing. I'm like, if I'm going to be doing this by myself, the horses come up to the barn. I don't have to go get anybody. I mean, occasionally you lead one in from a paddock, but I don't have to get it. It's all right there. The wash rack is right. Uh, the cross ties are right next to the tack room. I put the tack room on the end of the barn where the cross ties were going to get. Just All you have to do is think, how efficient can I make it? And again, I didn't plan on all of the bedding blowing out, but when they have to come in at night for weather or something, I strip the stalls and I put a bunch of bedding in and I go, bye money. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the way it is. It's very interesting you say that because you're kind of a one woman show here. Yeah. You don't have large numbers of students that come in. So there's really not a lot of people here at any given time for the most part, except when you do in a clinic occasionally. I've done one. Yeah, occasionally. I'm going to say occasionally. It might happen again, which is very interesting because now that I board at a boarding stable, the needs of a stable that will have six, eight, ten people there trying to tack up, work, and cool out their horses at the same time, this will totally not work. Mm -hmm. You'd run into each other. Yeah. So it's very interesting how I never thought of when you design a property, the people workflow. Yeah. I never thought of that. Well, we had one border and every once in a while, you know, bear, oh, they would show up. It drove me crazy to have them here. Like I can't, <laughs> cause you can't control everything. But then Barrett, can, when farm boy comes, I need to put another, I'm going to put a cross ties on the other side of the porch so we can both have a place. Cause usually one of us has to tack up in the stall and, it, but, but the horses that come to training are varying degrees of we have to tack this one up in the round pen, okay? <laughs> or because it can't go in the cross ties yet because it doesn't know how to stand or it doesn't know it's not comfortable with the tack on. You have to be prepared for things happening. So there's always, you have to have varying degrees. And so we sometimes tack them up in the stalls, sometimes in the round pen, sometimes. It just depends. The horse dictates what where, it, where, where gonna everything's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it would not work for a boarding facility at all, nor would I... That's not what I wanted to do. My business model certainly changed when I moved here. Like this is, I'm just going to train horses. I have a kid now. I'm not getting kids off the bus at four. I don't want to have 12 lesson horses. Like this is, I just, just like this better. (laughs) I like training horses. Training horses. Well, and the two don't mix very well either because the particular type of training you do is different than someone who has horses who are started maybe haven't competed a lot yet, or maybe they've competed and they need to move up a couple of levels for their amateur owner. That's a very different requirement than the kind of training you're doing. I do have like eight cross country jumps that someday I'm going to have a horse to jump them. It's going to be amazing. I noticed the jumps. (laughs) (laughs) My my father-in-law cut a tree down and he was like, Oh man, we're going to have to, I was like, bring it over. Bring it over. We want your (laughs) treats out there. Miles someday. Yeah. No, miles. The Andalusian will trot past him. Fancy. (laughs) <laughs> fancy trot fancy trot. maybe but, but yeah thank yeah. you that's, that's a nice compliment because the whole idea was to be efficient 
Well, now that you're doing the babies, it works perfect. Yeah. You know, it really does. You really needed it close anyway. Yeah. So you would have regretted not having it all close. Oh, my father-in-law. I don't understand why you didn't put something weight on there. I mean, like, you do have room. There's like, what, 20 acres here? It's a, yeah. Yeah. So um, before we wrap, uh, we just wanted to give you an update on our trip. So we left, by the way, on my personal page, you can find updates and that are put to public every oh, day. Oh, I need to update on the baby too, by the way. Yes. Um, so uh, we've been having a good trip up here. Uh, we discovered last year on our 14-state road trip that Michigan had the worst roads of all 14 states we were in, and now Louisiana is tied with Michigan. So it's the best food, worst roads. Oh, exactly. my God. The roads are horrible. I, I don't know, and anybody that has done this, let me know, how you haul horses through Louisiana. They would have been hitting their heads on the ceiling. We were hitting bumps on the highways that are just crazy. And what's weird is I-95 has its own special brand of bumpiness. And the what was interesting in Louisiana, for the most part, is the surface roads were just fine. It's the freaking interstates. Hello! And those where if you pop a tire, you better be careful because there's alligators all along the freeway. <laughs> I saw them like had been run over and stuff. Like, whew. And so, yeah, I mean, otherwise we like Louisiana, but the roads, as soon as we got into Texas, it was like, (laughs) it's better now. (laughs) Now, I forgot to mention the baby at the beginning because I am. Oh, yeah. We haven't even talked about the baby. Which baby? There's a lot of babies around here. The foal that went into surgery on Friday. She came out of uh, Effie. She came out of surgery. Good. They said it was a, it was a mess, but they. Pieced it all together and put the screws in. And if you want to hear all that, could listen to Friday's yeah, show. Yeah, go back yeah. and listen to Friday's. And uh, at this point, what they told me is no news is good news. So they haven't actually called me since. So they're the still there. Surgery. Yeah, they yeah. said they're still there. And uh, I think she'll stay there for a week or so. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, no, no news is good news. I haven't heard anything. So aside from that one phone call and. Aside from the advance she had to put on the vet bill. Oh. <laughs> It's not about the money. It's about the, yeah, giving her a chance, and uh, yeah, so so it is what it is, and and I'm I I don't know, and it's out of my hands, and I'm just can sit here and try not to freak out. Mm. So, that anyway. was a tough call. Yeah, it was a tough call. Um, well, that's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. We have the CHA episode with the brand new host over there because Christy is now left there and heading over to the rodeo world and or the uh, reigning world. Yeah, the reigning world. Sorry. And fighting words. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be back on Wednesday with our 3000th episode. And auditors, you can watch it uh, live on video. And you can do that right in the auditor room. And if you miss it because you're at work, like I have a life, uh, we'll be starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. If you miss it, it's just going to be there. You can watch it anytime. You don't have to watch it live. But if you are watching it live, we'd love to have you. If you have any questions for us or things, you can post them in there and we'll be able to answer them as we go through the awesome. show. And we have about... 25 listeners that are joining in to that day with their voicemails. So uh, it's just going to be us hanging out and having some fun talking about uh, the past and and uh, what we've accomplished here, if anything, over <laughs> 3,000 episodes. Sorry, Thank you, Jennifer. Sorry we ran out of time for First World Problems. Glenn's mean. He wouldn't let me Yeah, do. I wouldn't let her do it. But uh, Chad's going to be joining Jamie and Jennifer and I in the post show. So we're all going to be doing a post show for the auditors. So hang on for that. Bay Neuter Geld. 